Hello, podcast world. Welcome to episode one of Dad Back. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, tell me, tell me about the name. How the name? All right. Well, hang on, hang on. (laughs) Okay. First of all, fuck. We're like peaking these levels way up. Uh, I Um, shout. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I'll adjust it as we go. Fucking Dad Back. (laughs) All right. um, I'm Austin. I'm Barry. And. we're fucking dads. We're both fucking dads. <laughs> Somehow, that's if there, if you ever need proof that there is no God, you look at people like us and be like, "You guys have fucking kids." Yeah, like you're Somebody in charge like of other you people. Guys have fucking kids. Um, yeah, I've never done a podcast before. I listen to them a lot, so this is a new thing for me. And for the most part, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So sorry if this sounds like shit. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna roll with it. I could sit here and fucking mess with these levels all day long. All right, I'm just going to that. Hell yeah. So, what's up, man? Fucking nothing, man. Just fucking, we just, uh, uh, I went and picked Autumn up from a, a sleepover last night and, uh, drove past a sign that said warehouse sale, live edge wood. So I thought I'd better go check that out. So I ran to the bank and grabbed a bunch of cash. <laughs> you didn't even know what you need. You just went to the bank. I know. I just, just, just give me the money. I, I, knew, I knew that. I knew I was going to spend money. So I went and grabbed some. And I was like, cool, fuck it. Let's go. So we ran over. And yeah, it was like a warehouse. The, what, what the story was is this couple, they have a design build firm. So you remember the warehouses back behind our first place here in Lancaster? Behind the house, there were those huge ass old warehouses oh. back there. Yeah, yeah, like just right around the corner, that dude had some kind of car in there. Yeah, they had a bunch of like, yeah, one of the one of the parts had old cars in it. Well, so this is the family that owned the warehouse, and the story was their grandparents built it, and it got passed on. Anyways, they had a design build firm, and they're moving. So, and this warehouse was all this old refurbished, like barn wood and lumber and live edge wood and just all this cool shit. So I just went over and dropped a bunch of money and bought a fucking bunch of cherry and maple live edge planks for some projects hell yeah yeah because like here's my thing is i i don't think i'm gonna have a job a whole lot longer so i gotta start like coming up with a backup plan because because <laughs> being an adult isn't working <laughs> for me so yeah. so i think that this is going to be a, a good opportunity to kind of get some stuff made and kind of stockpile so that's my that was my thinking behind just pulling a bunch of money out and buying a bunch of shit yeah fuck yeah i mean that's pretty much what I did like with all the welding and metalwork stuff that I've accumulated it's like well if I, worst case scenario I can just like do side work with this if I lose my job yeah that's yeah. how I justified all that <laughs> <laughs> so for whoever's listening this is pretty much like I don't have any expectations with this podcast no this is essentially you me <laughs> and Steve when he's able Steve is always Steve's st- Steve's got COVID. Steve's in the hospital. Steve's yeah. got a surgery. We're, we're, St- Steve is slowly becoming like the billion dollar man. We're, <laughs> we're rebuilding him. So once he is complete and functional, he will be joining us on these adventures. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole, really, the premise of this is we're three single dads that are always like fucking finding shit to spend money on and like new stuff to get into. And so that's essentially what this is going to be is like, I'm going to try to put them out. Well, we're going to record them. Today's Saturday. Yeah. Try and record them every other Saturday, and then I'll put them out on, like, Monday or something. 
every it, other uh, we we officially call them dadder days. Yeah, dadder days. So and it's just pretty much gonna be us talking about fucking skateboarding, motorcycles, yeah, woodworking, music, metalworking, music, three D printing. When Steve's here, and just fucking whatever whatever have, other rabbit hole we went down that, yeah. the past week or two. We'll have maybe some special guests like our friend Ashley to talk about. Oh dating, yeah, you know. Um, I can't wait to get her on here. Yeah, I, I had to. I picked her up today to take her to her car because uh, she called me last night. Autumn stayed at a friend's house and she called last night. Margarita drunk, and nice. I was like, "Can you come pick me up?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, what, I don't know what, where this is gonna end. Yeah, but it was great. I, that was actually for. I've been friends with Ashley for like three years. That was the first time I'd ever seen her drunk. Really? Yeah. Four I mean, good on her for calling you yeah because i'm terrible about that i'll just fucking drive well like, yeah i don't do it anymore because i don't like go out and get drunk anymore but right if i do i'm just like, yeah fuck it i'll drive yeah. i'm good i'm yeah i don't i don't need i don't like because like last night it was all of a sudden i didn't have autumn you know and for those of you that don't know i have her her mother lives in in upstate new york and so autumn is with me during the school year and over the summer and vacations and stuff she'll go see her mom but the you know i don't get many days off and then i was like man i could go out and have a because she asked you know come have a margarita but i'm like i don't want to go do all that yeah you know i just got over covid yeah we got to talk about that yeah autumn's like trying to sit in here trying to figure out what the hell we're doing god (laughs) tell her so she just she just typed a message that says her friend says that god is coming back i don't know why i think that that he didn't he just come back for easter why would he come back again that's exhausting (laughs) <laughs> he's dead he's god right like god just wants to sleep anyways yeah. so all right kid go away <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah i, I don't it just I, I think i'm to the point i just really want to like chill at home i don't necessarily want to go out and get drunk and have to worry about driving you know if i'm at my house i can get as drunk as i want yeah that's what i, I fucking drank alone at my house last night yeah working on motorcycles and like that's fine like i'm totally down with that <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it sounds perfect. What were you doing on the bikes? What, what do you got going on? Um, so, fuck, I haven't seen you since before I bought this Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. So, so you bought another bike. Yeah. So I've got, for everybody listening, I've got a, oh, Jesus. I've got a 86 Suzuki Savage, which anybody listening knows about motorcycles like fucking bitch <laughs> but like i've done a shitload of work to that thing and it's such a fun bike it's cool um cool. and i've got enough parts to build like two other bikes which i'm putting one together and selling to a dude i know but um i've got my buddy's 79 iron head and a hardtail paco frame in there right now that i'm doing some work on i was just working on his 99 evo sportster that I got running enough so he can ride it this year and got him to pick that up. Um, and so I just bought, for me, a 79 Yamaha XS650. Yeah. So I've been looking for one of those fuckers for a long time now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was, you know, trolling through Facebook Marketplace and found this one. And uh, dude, it was 79, all original, has been sitting had been sitting in this climate controlled garage. Oh wow. For like I think it's seven or eight years. Damn, really? Yeah. And dude, it was right it's right where uh 
Ohio, West Virginia, and Kentucky meet, like right at that little fucking spot. And the ancestral point. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're born like in that corner of the country, and then it's okay because it's like, well, I mean, we're cousins, but you live in Ohio, and it could be just across the street. Yeah. But exactly. that's, yeah, I gotcha. That's, so, <laughs> call that the ancestral point, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude wanted like 1500 bucks for it. Clean title, everything. And I was like, fuck, that's a pretty good deal. Like, these things are getting harder to find for a reasonable price. Everybody, you know, wants to make choppers out of them and thinks they're worth, like, Harley Sportster prices. <laughs> so I hit him up, and he was like, uh, ah, sorry, man, I got another guy coming to get it. And I was like, well, whatever. I was like, if he bails for whatever reason, give me a call. And um, so it was on Saturday... I think it was two Saturdays ago. My buddy Reggie was coming to pick up his Evo Sportster, and he came. We were bullshitting about bikes for a while, and heard my phone go off, and like didn't think anything of it. And he gets on his bike, gets out of there, and whenever checked my phone, it was that dude with a Yamaha, and he was like, "Hey man, um, dude that was supposed to come get that thing bailed." Damn. He's like. You still want it? Nine hundred bucks cash what? today. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I would have paid the fifteen hundred. Yeah, and so I didn't even. I like didn't even respond to him. I just fucking. I hooked the trailer up to my car real fast. Like, went to the bank, took out a thousand bucks, and just like drove south. Just started going south, and sent him a message. And I was like, I'm fucking. Where you live? I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll be there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so hour and a half later, I uh, ended up down there. Well, fuck. Okay. So I was on, I think it's Route 7 that goes right along the river. Oh, I've ridden that actually. Yeah. It's a cool road. Yeah. I was on the Ohio side and going way. I was down far enough to where there's like no side roads. And all of a sudden, I just hit a road close sign. And it was the asphalt was all torn up and everything. Really? Like they were redoing the road. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm going to have to backtrack like 45 minutes to get around this over to the West Virginia side. Oh, my God. And then come back around. I was like, what the fuck? And then I could see like a mile down the road is where it stopped. And there was the signs for the other side. And um, I was like, <laughs> I can make it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm looking around like there's nobody there working on the road. It's a Saturday. And all the asphalt's torn up. It's just dirt underneath, so it drops down. But they had, like, some fucking dirt and shit filled in there so they could get their trucks or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't have a bike on the trail yet. I was in the Ford, and I was like, fuck it. So I just got out and moved the sign and, like, <laughs> dropped down into this dirt and shit and plowed through there and got up on the other side. I was like, I'm not fucking driving all the way around into West Virginia just to get past this mile stretch. <laughs> I fucking love it. I yeah. would have done it too. No, That's fuck yeah. yeah. There's man. nobody there to tell me otherwise. No. Um, if they didn't want you to do it, they would have finished it by the weekend. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like it was set up just like, yeah, man. Yeah. Just like, if you feel like it, go for yeah, it. We're not going to stop you. Like, was, <laughs> we swept up the nails and shit, bro. You're good. Yeah. yeah. So I got past that. Made it down there. Um, this dude. Fuck, I can't forget his name. Or I forget his name now. Whatever. I don't, he was super cool. He had a uh, Ford Maverick in the garage that he was oh, working on. Oh, cool. And so he bought this thing off a dude in like 2013. 
It was running then. He rode it like 25 miles and then parked it and had plans to do some street tracker project out of it wow. and just never did it. Just It just sat. He was working on cars and other shit, and so he finally got to the point. He's like, oh, I'm just going to sell it. And so I'm looking it over, and like everything's original on it. Is it? Yeah. Like it didn't have a battery or anything in it, so I couldn't like see if all the electronics and everything worked but like all the wiring looked good and I went kicked it over and had amazing compression damn only 8,000 miles on it on the bike wow I popped the cap off the gas tank and it's like buttery clean on the inside no corrosion or anything I'm like okay all right like pull the dipstick out oil looks super clean and good and then I'm uh, pulled off the points cover because it's points ignition. 79 is the last year points ignition. After that, they went to electronic and um, pulled that off. It's got like brand new points under there. Like every fuck, every, everything was like perfect. Everything I looked at was clean, original, original, everything. Yeah. In good shape. Seat was in great shape. And like, yeah, fuck it, man. I'll buy it. And, <laughs> um, so we loaded it up and. Uh, he had like some old lady a few doors down that was a notary. So we got the title notary. Oh my God. I love it when people have that shit set up. Yeah. So we don't have to go all over fucking town trying to find somebody to notarize a title. That was Easter weekend too. So like everything was closed. Man. I was like, this is about to be a pain in the dick to Ooh. get this fucking title notarized. Um, but yeah, man, it was all good. Um, got it home and. Pulled the bowls off the carburetors. There was like a little bit of grit in there, but not much. Sprayed them out a little bit, put them back on, threw in the battery off the Suzuki and some gas. Kicked it 10 times and fired right up. Fuck right yeah. Great. So now it's just like little stuff that I've been working on. Like it, uh, rear brake didn't work. Like master cylinder or something was bad. And so I ordered a new master cylinder, which ended up being fucking broken out of the box. And I was like super pissed about that. So I like had I ended up disassembling the original '79 Master Cylinder, cleaning that thing all up, putting it back in, and fucking works great now. Really? Yeah. And um, oh, what else? Oh, I took I haven't ridden it too much because I was getting that brake sorted and like changing fluids and some other shit. And so the other day, I. Uh, like cut out a good section of the baffles from the stock exhaust, okay. open it up a little bit, make it sound a little bit better. Yeah. And, um, so I went, take it out for a rip after doing that, and like <laughs> tune the carburetors in a little bit better. And I was like 10 minutes down the road, now nah, probably like 15 or 20, and it starts like bogging down and like dies. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And so I uh, shut the key off, pull over, and it's just like, dumping fuel out of the air boxes oh and i was man. like oh man so the, <laughs> you know, the floats weren't set right or the uh float seats and the carbs were bad i ended up just ordering new float seats for it but um i was like well fuck what am i gonna do i like pulled the cap off the uh for the oil and like smell it in there to see if it smelled like gas it didn't so no gas got in the engine or anything that's cool so i ended up um, shutting the petcocks off on the gas tank, okay. kicking it, getting it to fire back up, and then rode it the wet, rest of the way home um, 
with the petcocks off so it wasn't letting any gas through until it started like <laughs> starving for that's fuel. That's some fucking chopper shit. And then I would that's... reach down because it's got two on each one on each side. Right. Reach down, turn them on long enough until it started like bogging a little bit, and then shut them back off again and keep riding. And I rode the rest of the way home like that. How long was the ride? Twenty minutes. Oh my so. god! Just fucking one handed, like reaching from side to side the whole time. Oh my god! <laughs> so I got some. <laughs> parts on the way to fix that but other than that that thing fucking runs great <laughs> that's crazy man yeah so are you gonna keep it all original or you think you're gonna do a little customizing later on or i mean at least for this year i'm gonna keep it original and just ride it because everything works all the lights fucking everything yeah it's like why fucking yeah so it's my only like it. legal bike right now that's right because my other one doesn't have fucking anything on it and um not that you're riding without a license but if you were riding without a license and needed to get a license now you've got a bike you can use to get a license yeah. with yeah right yeah exactly that's cool because <laughs> so, would... yeah i'm gonna fucking get my license this year eventually because <laughs> i have a bike that'll that i can you actually get... take it on yeah um yeah and that'll we'll be exciting see. by winter i'll probably start fucking chopping it I already put shorter shocks on the back. They like drop the rear end and shit. But other than that, I've just done like maintenance on it. Cool. Basic shit. That's a good score. Yeah, I'm stoked. It's pretty fun. I thought that was funny too because like a couple days before that was we were sitting downstairs talking about bikes and we were yeah. both like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of looking at some stuff just seeing what's out there. Yeah. And then about two, three days later, like, got a bike! <laughs> yeah. I mean, that dude hit me up and like dropped his price by 600 bucks. That's nuts. I was like, how old was this dude? I don't know, probably late fifties. Okay, that's Something. that's kind of the impression I got. Was he was like an older guy. Yeah, he he really had no idea about the bike or like what they're worth or prices on anything, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's only got eight thousand miles on it. Everything's original, that's so clean crazy. and clear title. Like, yeah, yeah. That's too good cool. to pass up. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I, I'd like to get a classic, like original, not fuck with it. Just have like that for a show bike too. You know, yeah. like you have your cool chopper show bike and then have your cool just like original. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if something's like completely original, I mean, it's, I don't give as much of a shit with like Jap stuff. Right. But like, right. you know, like old British bikes or Harleys or something. If it's like mostly original, I'm not super into like tearing that shit up, you know? Yeah. Get a fucking, some basket case bike and like make a cool chopper out of that. But yeah. You've been riding all lately? I, well, I had COVID, so I. Yes! God, we haven't really like, I, talked about that. I've rode much. more since I, when I had COVID than I've ridden, I think, in the past year. <laughs> so yeah, so. You know, Autumn was going up to her mom's in New York, and I don't do those trips alone because it's a long fucking drive, and I just go crazy or fall asleep. So I always have yeah. somebody come with me and, you know, do whatever. My brother came, and he had been feeling, <clears throat> you know, kind of sick, but we had all been kind of feeling kind of a, uh, allergy-ish anyway. So we didn't really think a whole lot about it because he already had his first shot, whatever. So turns out he had COVID. So <laughs> your brother did. Yeah. Long story short, my brother had COVID. Um, so you know, I was taken off a couple days that week, and my friend Ashley and I were going to go. Um, when we went to pick Autumn up, we were going to go to PA, 
and do some hiking. We're going to ride um, this old abandoned like highway that's like a, like a ghost town kind of thing and you know do all this cool shit on this trip. So uh, that Monday, I was like, man, I feel kind of weird. Um, but again, I thought I just kind of had like you know, a little cold. So I, we actually went out and rode that night. And I was like, well, I don't know. If, if I feel sick in the morning, I'm going to go get a test just because I knew that we had this trip coming up. So I woke up that night at like, you know, 3.30 in the morning, like shaking and just fucking like cold and sweaty. And I was like, man, I'm fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I got up, I went and got my test and which is just a trip. You know, you take like a, a freaking giant um, like Q-tip and you shove it in your nose. Yeah, I haven't gotten a test yet. It's crazy. I mean, I I just never imagined I could stick something so far up my nose. <laughs> and it was like... Wait, so you do it yourself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not touching your ass. No shit. <laughs> oh, man, you sit in your car. And so you sit in your car, and then, like, they watch you pull up on a camera, and then they call your phone, yeah. and they're like, hey, Miss Drunger, is that you? And you're like, yeah, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Yeah. They're like, to your left is a small building go to the door that says patient and there's this little like pop-up building, you know, and you walk in and yeah, I mean, it's like some mission impossible. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go in and they, they're, they're glassed <laughs> off and you know, they've got like, I don't know if you've ever gone to like a fucking, uh, uh, white castle in the city, but like you always had to like put your money into a box and they'd slide it through like a bulletproof glass and then you'd get your food that way too. No, I've never done that. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like that with everything, which I, you know, kind of expected, but yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, Pass you this long ass Q-tip and you stuff it in your fucking nose until it won't go anymore, and and you're like trying not to. The thing is, is it like it doesn't hurt. It like it's like a tickle sneeze that won't happen. So you're just yeah. like, you know, and then you got to twist it and you got to do it to the other side, and I don't know. But 45 minutes later, they're like, you know, they're like, call, yeah, man, you've got COVID. Like, oh shit. <laughs> like, what? They're like, stay home for at least 10 days. Take over the counter stuff. Call the doctor if you can't breathe. And then she literally said, Good luck. And hung up. Nice. Yeah, it was just like, Good like, luck. You know, it was like, Hope you don't die, bud. Yeah, and it was very like, Man, like you are kind of, I mean, but there's not, I mean, you know, they can't do anything for you. you know, yeah. Until you get to the point that you're, you know, if you get to the point. So, yeah, it was like, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like terrible at first. It was like a cold. And then, um, it was like having a really, really shitty cold, but then I, I started getting like my lungs were like, you know, starting to run out of breath, talking a lot. Um, so how, like, how long had you had it before it got to that? Point? I think it was like probably four or five days. And then you started feeling like really. Yeah, it was almost like the cold side of it kind of let up, and then it was this, you know, kind of chest stuff. Um, so you know, I called the doctors and um, they gave me steroid which fucking just turned me into a raging beast for like the past 10 days i actually stopped <laughs> taking them early because i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill somebody yeah. like i just am like man um but yeah so then like i kind of i started feeling better and then we did go out on a ride like um actually the day that i got out of quarantine it was like beautiful so we like gassed up the bike and went out and then that yeah. storm came up but uh it was like Kind of after that, that I started really getting like just dizzy and like my head won't 
work right. You know, it feels like my head's trying to get pulled to the ground and um, like sweating and shaking and my heart rate and like all this stuff. That's like just an amplified version of your daily life. It kind of, it's, well, that's what it was. I was like, oh, well, I'm just stuck in a panic attack. Like, yeah. you know, fuck it. This is whatever. Um, but then, so like Sunday, you know, my brother was like, um, oh, well, so then we went and got Autumn, picked her up in New York and came back. And then on the way back from that trip, it was, I was getting real, just like, you know, but I've been exhausted. I've been sick for 15 days or whatever, right. you know? Um, so Sunday, my brother was like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way to, you know, town to take Autumn because you're going to the hospital. And I was like, all right. So I went to the hospital and, you know, they put me on EKG and did all this stuff and I didn't find anything. My oxygen levels are fine. And, you know, yeah. that's, you know, it's just that weird leftover shit and stress and being sick forever and yeah, pain in the butt. But yeah, it sucked, man. I still can't breathe great. Like, yeah, I've heard of a few people that like, Months later, still couldn't breathe right. Yeah, we're gonna go to the skate park later today, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna be a big fat like, <gasps> worse normal because it's still like, <laughs> that's all right, man. That's I'm probably gonna do it too. I'm like, I went to the park yesterday. Hell yeah! And I'm so fucking out of shape. I've been so goddamn lazy that like, my legs literally just gave out in the bowl. Did they, they really just, just buckled? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, all right, probably time to go home. <laughs> Yeah, I'm stoked. I've been, and that's the other thing that sucks. It was like, man, I was sitting here sick, and it was nice. And I was, you know, we got a mini ramp out back, so I'm looking at the mini ramp, and um, just like, man, I wish I could just go like kick around a little bit. But you know, yeah. I tried to stay moving. Like I'd go walk around the park, um, like you know, in the evening or something, just to try to keep my lungs breathing. Right. You know, I don't know if there's like any real science behind that, but it felt like <laughs> if I could keep them. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna make anything worse. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was, like, my COVID thing, man. It was fucking nuts. Sounds kind of gnarly. Yeah, so I scheduled, I got my vaccine shot on Monday. I'm getting my first one. Yeah. Um, so I'm stoked for that. I'm hoping I get better Wi-Fi back in the Radlands after that goes through. <laughs> <laughs> so for everyone listening, the Radlands is a code name for Barry's house, which is where we're at right now. And he's got a pretty sizable backyard that we built a mini ramp in, a small bouldering wall, and like, yeah, just do all kinds of hood rat shit back there. Yeah, it was slack line set up. I got, I got anchors on the wall now. I saw it. I looked out there. Yeah. Like, so we've been, she's been climbing. I was thinking, I was like, man, because Autumn asked me one night, she's like, well, you have to show me so, because I've been belaying Autumn on our rock wall. It's like a 10 foot bouldering wall. Um, but I put some anchors up there so now I can put on a rope. And, and I'm happy about that because, like, you know, watching your kid drop from, like, 10 feet, like, you just know that's bad parenting. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got crash pads and we're down there spotting. But, like, you know, 10 feet to a, like, little kid is 10 feet to a – I mean, I've fallen off that fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so then we start talking about, well, I'm too big for her to belay me. And then we start talking about Austin. I'm a bigger dude. I'm, like, 240 pounds. Yeah, I'm uh, like 160. Yeah, so like when I fall off the rock face, you're gonna go up in the air if you're belaying yeah. me. I've belayed dudes close <laughs> to your size. And Have like, you? Okay. I definitely I go sailing for a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean I can't imagine I'm gonna be on anything that's like, you know, climbing anything too, yeah, outside of my reach. Like I'm not. Gonna, I'll be. I'll be like I'm about to fall. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. fat guy down. You can. Well, you're probably not gonna be run out. Like I've caught some dudes that are significantly bigger than me that were like, run out. 
I don't know, fucking 10 feet above their last piece or something. Oh, geez, So they're already yeah. taking like a 20-foot fall, and, and then you got to stretch <laughs> the rope, and then their weight building up <laughs> enough momentum at that point to just fucking rip me off the ground. So do you ever, like, have you ever anchored yourself back um, for stuff like that? Or? We did at Hawking yeah. every now and then. Like, for everyone listening, I worked at uh, Hawking College's indoor rock wall there when I was going to school there. Um but yeah, we had like anchors in the ground. That's there. what I yeah. I, I would do them there that. because you know you're inside; it's a controlled environment. You might as well make it as redundant and safe as you can. Yeah. But outside, it's kind of like anything fucking goes. Right. And I don't, I don't anchor myself to, unless we're like doing multi pitch routes. Right. Because then, like, you get up, on a, up a couple pitches, and you're building anchors into the wall, and you know you're tied into that shit anyway. So. Yeah. But it still gets fucking sketchy <laughs> i haven't climbed anything like cool in a while i bet you know yeah I, I haven't done a lot on top rope like i've done a little it was always just bouldering yeah um you know or any lead climbing or anything um, i walk, worked at the wall but when i was there it was kind of like towards the end of um uh, like i the, the the whole outdoor pursuits thing was kind of fizzling off because they kind of changed directors and like the guy who ran the student center was running it and it was just not, I don't know. It was typical like college bullshit. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like the, you know, like the outdoor suits before, before the outdoor pursuits before after where there were like trips and people went out and you know, did stuff and they had lead nights back. Like when I was in college, they had lead nights. Yeah. We did. We did lead nights when I was there too. That's cool. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping, man. Hoping to get out this year. Um, I need to do something new, something different. Yeah, that's kind of where I've been at lately, too. Like, I don't really care what. Like, go to some new skate parks. Yeah. Go ride bikes, like, somewhere new. I haven't been before. That's one thing. Like, I've got a couple cool rides down by me that I've been doing lately but it's still just like okay I've ridden these a couple times now like let's go do something else (laughs) (laughs) yeah those like long like you know solo bike rides into the sunset are only like fun like a handful of times and you're like well I'm just fucking lonely and going yeah exactly I'm just now I'm just alone and spending money like (laughs) yeah there's not even like somebody riding next to you that you can be like you fucking see that yeah fucking A man yeah I don't know it's hard though yeah Fucking working all the time, kids. Both of, I've got two boys. Barry's got a daughter, and yeah, shit takes up time. Well, <laughs> so speaking of work, like yeah, you want to go first? No, I don't really have anything. Oh, okay, I, it was just you have told me in like yesterday and today. Yeah, told your boss to fuck off a bunch of times, and that you might lose your job. Yeah, so I just like I, like this is basically the conversation. Uh, you know, hey Barry, I want to talk to you. Yeah, dude, that's cool. So you kind of suck at your job, man. And I'm that's, like, that's like how it started. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just I'm paraphrasing. Okay, it's like right. and I'm like, yeah, I do kind of suck at my job, right? It fucking sucks, huh? <laughs> yeah, you should you should you should do your job better. And I'm like, well, I'm doing my job the best that I can. I'm sorry yeah. that it sucks. You should just probably hire somebody to do the job the way you want them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, if you don't start doing the job the way that I want you to do it, I'm going to have to hire somebody else. Yeah, I just told you you should probably just go ahead and do that. Those of you guys are just like <laughs> dancing around us for a little bit. Yeah. Basically like, please fire me. Yeah, because I'm fucking sick of it. So I'm a volunteer coordinator. Um, you know, here's the thing. This is this is probably going to be like a crazy rant. But so That's kind of what this is for. Okay, good. So I'm a volunteer coordinator. So my job, I work for nonprofits and um, you know, my job is to find volunteers to help um, us do our projects. Um, you know, I also do stuff with like youth engagement to get kids involved and blah blah blah. So I've been doing this kind of work for fuck a long time. I mean, a long time. And so here's the thing. So this is like this is like office work, right? This is a fucking office job. This mm-hmm. is people that like, you know. You, you do administrative shit. Like, I'm not that fucking person. Well, that's what I was going to say. I've always thought it's a little bit Isn't it fucking odd that you do that kind of work? Because so, that's, like, not you. No. And I, I, like, not that you're bad at it. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I'm not the dude that you bring to a meeting. No. Like, my, like my boss was, just, like, one of the things he said was, like, was, like, you need to be more prepared for meetings. And I was, like, yeah, I just don't see the point of me being there. I'm, like, what do you want me to, there's nothing for me to, like, this is silly. Yeah. You know, like, so this is, this is me, but so, but so this is, and this is kind of something that's been bothering me for a while now. So I've been really doing a lot of like, like, you know, self-reflection and, um, I, I was thinking, and this is just, I'm going to pass all the blame onto my ex-wife and here's how, this is how, this is how it's going to work. <laughs> you know, so I went to college, right? So my, I, I was like, you know, living in Columbus, fucking selling weed, like drinking beer, you know, having a good life. And I'm like, man. I need to do something, but like, I knew like nothing sounded cool to me. Everything sounds dumb. Well, you know, I always want to do wildlife stuff. So ended up deciding that I was going to go to school for wildlife management. Right. And, and my goal was always not to really be anything, but like a field bitch. Like I want you to send me out and take samples and coordinates. And I come back and I give that to you and I go home. My bigger dream would have been to be, I like a biologist just because I like research. Yeah. Um, but again, I would have probably been more like a field biologist. Anyway, I never really wanted much more than to just like, yeah, you know, go do this, do that, enjoy the views, live in a cabin in the woods and just fucking chill. So that's yeah. kind of like what I was kind of working at, you know, and then with my ex we met and she kind of acted like she was into that vibe too well then i you know go to college and get out of college and then everybody's like well that's not enough i did no matter you know well you were a high school dropout selling drugs in the city but now you've got a college degree but you know what that's still not good enough yeah you still need to fucking do more man uh-huh. you're never you know so you get like into this cycle of people telling you well it's still not good enough you gotta do this if you want to do anything um and you know i just kind of still just wanted like my favorite job i had was when I worked at a wildlife rehab facility cleaning cages. Yeah. Like, you know what? That was fucking cool because, you know, I got to take care of the animals. I got to see, like, the end of my work. I got to, like, experience all those, like, you know, intrinsic things that I wanted for my life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, whatever. Essentially, you know, my wife was kind of like, well, wanting to act like we were going to live more in the city. <clears throat> um <laughs> Uh, I'm like running out of breath because I'm all fat and COVID. I'm like, <laughs> Can you hear me breathing over here? Yeah. It's like, uh, then I'll get edited out, I'm sure. But, oh, uh, I'm, I'm not editing shit. Oh, Jesus. Great. 
I'm not like I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking intro song on this. We're gonna pick some music for the We're end. We're gonna go out. Yeah. But no, so like you know, I I did have some cool jobs like working in that field where that's what I just went out in the field and I fucking fixed trail and picked up trash and like talked to people and. Um, but you know, if you're going to end up living in a city, you're not going to, you can't do that kind of work really. No. Not realistically. So then this push kind of got to me starting to focus more on, um, the administrative side of things, mainly the, the volunteer coordination stuff, because I've, I've always done volunteer coordination since college, working at different nature centers and citizen science programs and what have you. So, and I was, I was good at it. Um, so I kind of got pushed into that and that was like, oh, that's what you do. Barry, you're a volunteer coordinator. Fucking A. Like, and you just get stuck in that. And you get stuck in it, you know. But like, you know, here we are, you know, however many years into this thing and um, doing volunteer coordination for different organizations. And it's like, you know what? No, I'm fucking not good at it. Like, yeah, I can get your message out and talk to people and be fucking cheery. But like, I'm not, I'm just not that dude who's going to, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't. I just, I don't know. I don't want to talk to people. I don't know what it is. I don't want to fucking go to your meetings. I don't want to fucking. Well, I think part of that comes with like getting, I don't know. It's part of the stereotype of like crabby old man. Like You, you know, think so? When you get, but I don't know. There's like a lot of truth in that too. Because I think as you get older, you have kids, yeah. like more responsibilities, you really just have less time for bullshit and like specifically other people's bullshit yeah. and dealing with pain in the ass people that yeah. just like you're never going to get through to. And yeah, like I have uh, less patience now for like anybody other than like my kids or like close family or yeah. you or whatever. I have less patience for anybody else now than I ever have. Yeah. Like I, I just, just, I don't have the time or the energy. No. Like, yeah. If, if you're not my fucking kid, like I'm sorry, like just shut the fuck up and get away from me. Cause yeah. I don't fucking care about your feelings. Yeah. I don't care. Like, find somebody else who does. There's plenty of people out there that do, or at least that can pretend that they do. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, you know, but but it's cool. The scary part now, though, is that, um, you know, I'm, you know, I got a kid. I'm taking care of her mostly on my own. We got a house. I've been smart enough that as, like, I have made more money financially, and I don't make very much money at, at all, period. Um, but... I've made sure not to adjust my life, you know, like, you know, I got a new car, but it's only $50 more a month than the other car. Right. Where You're I could have afforded something a couple hundred, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like my house is, it's a, I could have afforded more, but. More I, money, more problems. Yeah. But I can afford this place and I can afford that car if I have to take a job working fast food and doing whatever. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. you know, and. and so it's it's kind of that that point trying to figure out well I need to get back I want to get back into doing natural resources I want to I don't want to be in charge of people I don't want to be in charge of projects I want to be in charge of events I don't want to be in charge of anything except for like a list of obtainable goals <laughs> Yeah you know the thing with volunteer coordination you know you're trying to convince people to do stuff Yeah um, mm-hmm. so even and I, and you know I can sell you on our missions you know I work for a great nonprofit Every nonprofit I've been involved with has been great. I want to, you know, do it if, if they weren't. Um, but even, like, if I can get you as jazzed up as I can about doing something and you've got kids and you've got a wife and you've got a job and you're, you know, 
you can be as into something as you want, but that doesn't mean that you have the time to do it. Right. You know, and that's that's the problem. And with volunteerism in general, it's, um, you know, we're dealing with a lot as a culture. Um, you know, and being where we are in, like, a southeast Ohio, where we've got different, um, like, economical issues going on. You know, people out here don't necessarily get to retire like people in the cities do, where they have money and they have time to do those hobbies and volunteer things and stuff afterwards. A lot of people out here, you know, unfortunately are retiring. And then we have this opioid crisis where people are retiring. And a lot of times now they're taking care of their kids' kids because their kids are, you know, and this is like, like, this is something that is happening enough that this is, you know, it's a whole new thing that people are dealing with in retirement in these areas. So, mm-hmm. You know, so I'm it's, it's like shockingly common. It's shockingly there. common. Yes. I mean, I, um, autumn just stayed at a friend's house last night and it's, um, her friend has, I think three little brothers and they all live with her great aunt because the mother, you know, has had some issues and yeah. is trying to get better. But, and, <laughs> it's not even the only one. It's just how it is right yeah, now. Yeah, that's how it is. So anyway, that was a long, that was a long kind of stone story <laughs> as to fucking why I'm just having like this total breakdown in life. And um, yeah, so, but I mean, like a lot of people are like for they are. Yeah, know, I know that's something you struggle with. I struggle with it all the time. Like to anybody out there listening, like especially this day and age in 2021, like. There's, like, you can figure out how to do anything. Right. Like, just, it's fucking hard. That's, like, pretty much the premise of this podcast is that we're into too much shit. Yeah. Too much shit that we like doing. Yeah. But if you can find, like, something that you really love doing, whatever the fuck it is, I don't yeah. even care. Like, you can figure out how to make money off it this day. And, and, like, you can. You know. And I'm seeing people do it. I have a friend right now who she just, um, she had worked for the Postal Service and it got real bad. You know, if you, I'm sure if you know any people who work for the Postal Service, it sounds like it's just crazy hours and a lot of stuff going on. And then um, she decided she was just going to take the pay hit and go back to being a server and focus on her side hustle, which was at selling vintage goods. Yeah. Um, and she was doing that for like the past year. And then she just um, has recently gone into doing trying to focus on her side hustle, doing, you know, um, sales online and sales at fairs and and you know what like she's happy as shit and she's doing great i love watching it and i think that i think that what we're seeing is i think we're gonna see i mean that's kind of side hustles are like the thing now yeah and like some people are making pretty good money off of it they are and when i when i actually focus on making the stuff out of the wood i can make some money off of it yeah i actually like sit down and same like i don't yeah um I don't do as much side work as I did right now, but like anybody listening, I'm a uh, welder full-time Monday through Friday. And then I've got a small shop that I run out of my garage that I do some metal work, work on motorcycles. And um, I've still been doing the side work out of my garage, not as much as I used to, but like, you know, making some fucking bumpers for people or working on people's bikes and like, if I like actually dove into that full bore and like I could, I could make some decent money off that. Fuck yeah. But it's fucking it's scary when you got kids and like yeah you know shit that you got to pay for. And, yeah, like, having that 
consistent check that I just grab every Friday is like pretty nice. And you know the I feel the cool thing about like people like us though is that so we like we spend a lot of money on stupid shit. Like we laugh at just how oh yeah dumb we do. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? At the end of the day, like this podcast gear, you know, you're not gonna have to buy new podcast gear every week. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, and um, I like, I got like the cheapest fucking setup. Right. Well, let's say like my climbing gear. I just bought, I mean, I just bought all climbing gear for my daughter and I. Harness ropes, um, blade devices. I got her new shoes. Like, um, I mean, I dropped, you know, climbing gear is not cheap. Yeah. Here's the thing though. I'm probably going to have to replace her shoes and her harness, you know, within the next few years. Yeah. But everything else is going to last me. Um, oh, yeah. I don't have to go buy that again. So, you know, we built the mini ramp last year. Like, that cost <clears throat> some money. You know, we talk about building on this year. If I lose my job, that's not going to happen. But, like, you know, that shit's done and built. So I feel like I know people that have hobbies that are a constant money suck. And, yeah. you know, at least with welding, right, you can make money off of welding. Steve and the 3D printing and the CNC. Right. You, you'll, mm-hmm. It'll be a trip when we get Steve on here talking. Oh, um, fuck yeah. You know, me with the resin stuff. And... The new re-release of the Ohio Adventure Company. Yeah? Yeah. So. <laughs> no shit. I haven't heard you talk about that in years. Yeah. Yeah. It's back. We're doing it. No shit. Yeah. So the Ohio Adventure Company was like, this, this, this has been like this ongoing non-business. For like, I, I don't even know when. Before Autumn was even born. Um, but it's been a pretty like solid idea in your head. It has, and I, and I do have a business plan for it, and I have the equipment, and we are incorporated. So Ohio Venture Company, the idea is that we can take you uh, take you out on uh, trips, mainly like this year backpacking trips, um, focused on like intro to backpacking kind of stuff, a trip off the Dolly Sods, things like that, but just kind of like a comfortable, easy way to get people into it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you already have the equipment and you've never been out, then, you know, we give you a discounted rate because you don't have to rent our equipment. Um, the idea is just to get people out and do it and have fun. Um, so, yeah, I, because I, I, I've had people reaching out to me this year. I've had multiple people say, hey, are you going to guide any trips this year? Are you guys doing anything? No shit. Yeah, and I'm like, and I've just been like, no, because I, I am like an introverted extrovert. Like, I want to, I, I, like, when I finally get to take people out and talk to them and do these things, I love it. But, like, there's a part of it where it just terrifies me. Like, oh, I don't want to talk to people. Just fucking leave me alone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so... But enough people have asked me, and I've, and I've been talking to these people, helping them plan their first trips and their meals and all this stuff. I'm like, man, this is just a lot of fun. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to put a trip. I'm putting a, I did schedule an intro trip. Um, I'm going to schedule a couple more trips this year. And we'll kind of see how it goes. Like, my goal is just to make it fun. I'm trying to make it affordable. Um, you know, if you want to come out and hang out on trips or get other people to come out and, like, guide trips and chill. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just want it to be, I want it to be an excuse to do things this year. Um, yeah. Because if I, if I book a trip and, you know, if I have one person sign up, well, I got to do that trip, mm-hmm. you know? So like, it's, I think. So you're not going to have a minimum no, of people? No. Okay. Because I think I'm always going to have, um, I, my plan is to always have like another, like two guides on a trip. And then whoever else comes. Yeah. So even if it's just one person and it's like, I, like I said, I just want to go out. Like, 
I just want to go fucking do shit. <laughs> so if it's one yeah. person, I'm still going to go. Unless if they don't want to, I'll be like, ah, you're the only person signed up. If you don't want to go, no worries. I'll refund your money and, you know, peace out. But otherwise, I'm still going hiking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's like kind of a cool way to look at it. Yeah. I, and that's kind of what I'm trying to push. Just like I'm, What I'm doing is I'm inviting you on the trips that I want to do this year. If you want to come and rent gear, yeah. um, then it's going to cost you like 150 or 200 bucks. If you have gear and you've never been and you want somebody to take it, well, then you just pay us to whatever. Yeah. And There's it, like a couple tiers of it. Yeah. If you're just like a friend and you're like, I want to go, but I'm not going to pay you because you're my friend. I'm like, yeah, well, fucking let's go. Like, <laughs> like I'm going anyway. Yeah, just, so. man, just stick in the back and make sure nobody gets lost. Like, yeah. Um, so that's the goal. You know, ultimately, I always wanted Ohio Adventure Company to be like a backpacking, climbing, um, uh, uh, guide, like uh, for family guides, which I'm going to offer some of those this year too. So I always get people asking for that. And just like... Uh, you know, even like a, just a local vacation planning, like you want to come out to Hocking Hills and yeah. plan, but you don't want to like, you know, call me, I'll get you, I got your cabin, I got you, like you can go climbing with these guys, you can go hiking with us, you can, yeah. you know, go paddling with these guys and fucking go rock and roll and love it, man. So, <laughs> fucking, yeah. Hell yeah. Did that make any sense? Not, yeah. Enough? Totally did. Good enough? So, yeah. So has that like kind of, because I haven't heard you talk about that in a long time, has that kind of come back up as this... Uh, potentially losing your job it's kind of like <laughs> well i well i'm always thinking about it because i because that's really what i would love to do i think if i could yeah. blow that up like i would be so happy doing that but i so i'm always thinking about it and then it just like i said people started asking me about it so i started thinking about it more and then the shit with work started happening and then i'm like it's so yeah it's kind of come you know like together yeah yeah that makes sense so we'll see. I got to figure out, you know, because that's the the big thing that has stopped me from doing it is because I, you know, I don't have family down here. Um, I have some friends, but like I have, you know, a nine year old daughter now. Um, and, and it's it's hard to be like, can you watch my kid for the weekend so I can go like do this? Because that's what it's got to be. I got it. She's got to be somewhere. Yeah. You know, um, and when you don't have family around to step up that can be a little hard but i think uh i think i'm gonna just figure it out this year i'm gonna see if maybe family will come down and watch her i'm taking her backpacking for her first time next weekend hell yeah um, yeah and if she's if she's into it and she can withstand it she could just come on the trips but you know she's a nine-year-old kid that doesn't necessarily always want to be outside so like that could be kind of a bummer to <laughs> yeah <laughs> have this pissed off ass nine-year-old like yeah <laughs> when you're trying to enjoy the outdoors not that she's a you know brat or anything but she'll give you a stink face that'll ruin your day oh fuck yeah she will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby so the the oac is on this year hell yeah yeah i got uh intro to backpacking trip in zaleski um i'm looking at something on the wilderness loop on the buckeye trail I want to do Dolly Sods. I want to do a couple days um, on the AT, maybe up in the Blue Ridge. And then in the fall, um, we're doing an uh, intro family backpacking trip. And my buddy, uh, who was a naturalist, he's really great with um, astronomy stuff. He's going to come out and hike with us. And then we're going to uh, probably do it out around Burr Oak yeah. at the uh, camp up at the... Um, star fields yeah and then do like a big you know star program at night hell yeah and just and then i'll be cool. like you know doing something with the kids like a little three to five mile hike in like burr oak's a cool place because like the trail the buckeye trail through there is beautiful you know buckeye trail does a great job at building their trails 
um, and you can hike that one side of the lake, and that's great for kids. Um, but there's also uh, restrooms like at the end, you know. Um, there's there's a lot of things I think that kind of get you that feel, but also give you that comfort right. for the little ones. So I think what we do is start over at like Wildcat Hollow, and then hike over to um, the the group camp. So up there, it's a little more primitive. I mean, they still have like pit toilet, you know, and whatever. But it's it's it's, it's it'll be like family friendly. Yeah. Kind of cool. So. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Like what else is going on? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. This fucking weed, man, gets me high. So I, so I couldn't get high for like 10 days, 15 days, 20 days. I don't know. Like just you couldn't my, smoke at all? No, because my lungs are fucking shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I really didn't expect that to stop you. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh. Is this the stuff you harvested? Um yeah, this is that wedding Whenever cake. Whenever the fuck that was? Yeah, this is that wedding cake. So, yeah, it just kind of like hits you on the frontal lobe, makes your face melt. It's real weird. <laughs> it's just, just like, <laughs> am I smiling right now? Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell. At some point going. on this podcast, we're going to be talking about indoor growth setups and all that jazz. I don't think we need to get into that today. Yeah. It might be like a whole ep- Those will be episodes. episode for sure. Some brewing. I actually got a, yeah. I got a uh, nut brown to brew. <gasps> so... And it's a five gallon. So yeah, I do brewing. Um, just recently started again. We we have a zombie IPA on tap that just fucking ruined everybody. Oh night. my god! <laughs> that shit just punched me in the face. It's intense. Yeah, and then it like snuck up on me though. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. That was funny. And then <laughs> we got a, a cream ale on tap too, which is okay. It's a little sweet for me. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking this nut brown might be like the Radlands house beer if it turns out good. Fuck yeah. You know. So we've got to have a house beer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of beer and backpacking, there's been, I've seen dudes like on my way home from work and around Athens, like just out hitchhiking places or backpacking or wherever, like in between <laughs> trails. Like I'm, really? I think on my way home from work, it's dudes that are like, in between sections of like the Buckeye Trail or something. I can't, oh. I can't remember what runs right through there. Yeah, Buckeye Trail, American Discovery Trail, North Country National Scenic yeah. Trail runs through yeah. there. So they're probably like popping somewhere between those. And then that's, that's cool. There's been dudes in Athens. Like Athens, there's always people when the weather gets nice, there's always people like flowing through there, like dirt bags. <laughs> Hitchhiking or backpacking their way to somewhere. And there was a kid I saw last night probably in his early 20s or something and he had the full kit you know like the boots he's got his bag totally packed up fucking bandana and just looking the part but not like he was strung out on something you know you can kind of you can tell the difference between dudes that are just like right fucked up and don't have anywhere to go and dudes (laughs) that are you know doing what i did several years ago and just hitchhiking and fucking seeing the country fuck yeah so there's this kid i just left the skate park last night and went to get some beer and was leaving and uh he was on the corner in athens just juggling like really killing it like really juggling and like people are stopping give him a couple bucks or whatever and he just looked like he's having a good time i stopped and gave him a beer and uh, yeah he looked like i got pretty jealous there for a second I was like, fuck i want to do that again right yeah dude when i lived in columbus like i miss the old Columbus where high street 
before campus partners came in and just filled it up with all the corporate places and yeah. you know I moved to I moved to Columbus in like 98 or so so 99 maybe end of 90s early 2000s and like fish was still touring all the time and like um uh I don't know all those fucking bands and it was like what shit I hate yeah I know right <laughs> but but like that whole culture was always on high street though there were yeah, always yeah. like people our age that were homeless, you know, or on tour and they were in town for, and they were on the street juggling or performing music. And just like having a good fucking time. And it was, yeah, like that whole culture was so cool. And, uh, you know, we went out to San Francisco, um, I don't know, years and years ago. Um, But there was a lot of like street performing there when we went to like Santa Cruz. That was cool. There's a lot of like street performance and like that whole vibe. Like I miss that. I think that's something that's just so cool that got lost in that whole thing. Yeah. And I don't like I, I don't go to the city anymore, so maybe it's there and I don't see it. But um, you know, when I go through downtown or through campus, at least over on in Columbus, it's it's not you don't see that that whole aspect. But yeah, yeah, it's like a oh I don't even know how to describe it. Like a sketchiness with people out on the streets now like wherever yeah. you are whoever it is out on this there's no i don't know everybody's like got their guard up all the time yeah they do because you're afraid the fucking cops are gonna shoot them <laughs> be careful if you are any shade of white or any shade other than white yeah like, don't fucking act weird at all right now valid point for sure that's something i forget because i'm a fucking white boy in america you're white as fuck yeah yeah i'm pretty fucking white too yeah you're like if we're talking like actual skin tone like you're pretty fucking white yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and it's weird because like like i always had really light hair um but like my facial hair and my pubes are red yeah but my head hair isn't no my head hair isn't so like i have this weird like i don't know so I, I don't know. Some ginger worked his way some into your bloodline at some point. It's probably some weird, like, Satan <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm, like, half ginger, so, yeah, I'm super white skin. Yeah. Um, and I burn and I don't tan. We just have Aryan kids, too. I guess oh, my My two God. boys are blonde-haired, blue-eyed, pasty as fuck. Yep, so is my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when she colors her face in. Yeah. Oh, my God. For anybody listening, she... When was that? That was like a fucking month ago or something. That wasn't it. Yeah. What did she use? To she used Halloween paint, red Halloween paint. Like red. Like fucking. Who's that fucking dude from Star Wars? Darth Maul. Oh yeah, like yeah, like Darth Maul red. Yeah. Or Vision, Vision from Marvel. Yeah. The Marvel movies uh-huh. red. It was yeah. And then she wiped <laughs> it off, and she was still very red. And then the next day, she was still very red. And yeah. She's back to her pasty ass self again. <laughs> <laughs> well fuck man what are we at here we're at almost an hour on this thing are we really yeah just talking shit just talking shit what do you think you want to call it for today yeah let's go call skate it or something yeah let's go fucking skate all right so um yeah i'm gonna try to put these out every other monday um and yeah i think we'll have a song playing us out yeah on each episode so if you don't have i got a song for this week you got you one cool it. yeah i think i'm gonna do um, wait don't tell them Let'll find out. I gotta tell him. Okay, tell him. Yeah, I have to. Okay. Uh, this week we're doing your mom. Your fucking mom. 
<laughs> no, I was listening to Motorhead on the way up here. Ooh, let's, do, let's do a limb from limb off Motorhead's 1979 album Overkill. Rest in power, Lemmy. Fuck yeah, man. All right. Everybody listening, have a good fucking week. Yeah, do something cool. Smash as you're ready, something Sing my clothes